You're listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast, dedicated to bridging the gap between alternative healthcare and mainstream medicine in utilizing everything good to help you feel great. We're glad you tuned in. Now here's your host, Dr. Michael Pound. Stacy is the founder of the Complete Herbal Guide and popular blogger on living a healthy lifestyle. She has been seen on Dr. Oz and writes for the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and Medium. She's published several books, including Natural Cures for the Common Condition, Master the Power of Positive Thinking, and Epilepsy, You're Not Alone. You can find more about her on her website, thecompleteherbalguide.com. Please welcome my guest, health coach of over 20 years, Stacy. Welcome to the show, Stacy. I'm happy to finally get a hold of you and get you on the show and, and have you on this morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So I know a lot of interviews start out with, you know, how you got into what you do, but I want to know a little bit about why you do what you do. And we talked a little bit about this before the show, but let's dig deep into why is it that you want, that you have this passion to share with people uh, herbal remedies? Uh, Many years ago, I had, um, I was by my own battle with epilepsy and um, I was working for an herbalist and I started doing a lot of research and a lot of uh, articles for him and I actually started applying a lot of the stuff that I was learning to my own life and changing my lifestyle accordingly and over time uh, I noticed a traumatic change in my health um, my seizures were getting better my energy was increasing um, I just saw a traumatic change in my health so I started um, uh, doing more uh, to help myself and I wanted to actually you know help others because I saw how you know, eating right and changing your lifestyle can have such a traumatic change in your health. So I started a blog um, um, many years ago, um, started out with 400 people, then it, it dramatically increased to 10,000, then 100,000, and it kept growing. And I saw how people were just yearning to try to find an alternative way uh, besides using medications to help themselves. Uh, people really were tired of uh, using, um, you know, prescription medications or over-the-counter medications, they realized that, you know, it was giving them side effects and, you know, they go going back to the doctor saying, I have this, you know, symptom and the doctor would give them another medication before long, they had a whole cabinet full of medications and it wasn't, they weren't getting any better and they were feeling worse and worse. And so they wanted to find out, you know, how they could actually help themselves. And I talked about different foods and different supplements that your body might be deficient in that could actually help you and different lifestyle changes that actually can improve your health and make a huge difference in the way you feel. And people were interested. People wanted to learn how to help themselves. And I talked about how it helped me and people wanted to learn more. There was a growing need in our society. People wanted to get better. They wanted to feel good. They didn't want to feel the way they were feeling. So um, I went down that path and I just kept going and uh, I wrote uh, many books on the topic of uh, uh, herbal supplements and eating uh, properly and uh, different ways of lifestyle changes that you could apply to your own health that could actually, you know, dramatically change the way you feel, the way you look. And uh, people were uh, really uh, tuning in and really wanted to learn more and more. And there is a growing need in our society. People, you know, don't want to just, you know, pop a pill to feel better. They want to learn, you know, natural ways that they could help themselves that could actually, you know, uh, make them feel uh, better. So, you know, I just saw the need. I saw the um, the yearning out there for people to feel better. I saw how, you know, how much it helped me. 
Uh, so I just went down that path and it, you know, it just grew and grew and grew. Do you really believe that people are sick of medication and they don't want to pop a pill? Maybe they're not sick of being on medication, but maybe they're sick of not getting results. Would you agree with that? I would. You know what I noticed is that a lot of the um, older generations still, they were taught that if you don't feel well, take a pill. You know, and I think a lot of them, just like the one that you grow up in a certain environment, you learn a certain way, sometimes it's hard to break that thinking habit or that way of living because this is what you've been taught all your life. I notice that the younger generation is more apt to want to, um, to want to find more natural alternatives, more different uh, ways to uh, improve their lives. And I notice that it is a little hard to break the uh, the older generation um, in their train of thought. And also, you know what, um, you know, people don't know how sometimes to, to actually feel better or they want that, that, that instant effect. They just want to wake up the next morning and they want it to be gone. And, you know, it doesn't happen like that. You know, when you um, have, when you change your lifestyle and you change the way you eat and you change the way, you know, it takes time, you know, it's going to take, you know, not, you know, overnight or not just a couple of weeks, you'll, you'll notice slow improvements when you change the way you eat or you start incorporating vitamins and minerals into your, your diet or you try, you know, change the way you live, but it's, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. Nothing happens overnight. You know, if you talk to anybody, either in the health field or the business field, things take time and, you know, people have to be patient. But there are I things, think in our society, we lack patience. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and that's the thing is I, I, I see in, in my, in, again, in, in my clinical practice, I'll see people who are really dedicated to uh, living a healthy life. And they do spend a lot of time. In fact, they spend a lot of time taking care of, of problems. But I was listening to a great interview by Mark um, from the Primal Blueprint, and, and he was talking about how he'll see people in the gym and they'll be working out 30, 40 minutes and he'll, he'll ask them, well, why are you spending so much time in the gym? And they're like, well, uh, you know, I want to be able to eat this cupcake later on, later on in the day. (laughs) And so it actually, they're actually spending more time, which he thought was a waste of time to invest Mm -hmm. in doing something wrong versus um, not have to work out that much and just be able to uh, make healthier choices. And I'm not saying that it's it's terribly easy. Another thing that Mark said that I agree with is being able to enjoy eating, right? Enjoying what you're eating. Oh, most definitely. And, you know, I think, too, like, you know, now our society is, you know, a lot of people are pushing it. There are ways to have those desserts and there are ways to eat certain things, but in a more healthier way. You have people coming out and coming out with healthier recipes and ways to, you know, have that brownie, but it doesn't have all that fat and maybe supplementing some of the sugar and putting honey, you know, um, raw honey is really healthy. You know, so there are ways sometimes that you can make the same types of foods that, you know, that you might have a craving for but you could, you know, change some of the ingredients and it actually can be a lot healthier for your body too. You know, it, you know, you gotta, it's trial and error. You know, I've, I've tasted some food that, um, that was, uh, not that great, you know, and it was healthy for you. And then I tasted some food that was just fabulous. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the trial and error, you know, you're going to come across some foods that are healthy for you, but they might not taste that great. 
and then you'll come across some foods that are, are really good, you know, and uh, you'll, you'll stick with them. So, you know, it's really, uh, you know, you have to, you know, kind of keep uh, looking out there and, and trying new stuff. And, you know, eventually you'll find some stuff, you know, even with protein drinks. You know, I, I've tasted some that were horrendous and then I've tasted some that were absolutely delicious. So, you know, you really have to, you know, really go out there. It's word of mouth. It's going out there and trying stuff and uh you know, uh, it, it really is a trial and error. You know, some not everything's going to be great, and you know, some things are going to be fabulous. Now, Stacey, you're doing a great job with what you're, with the information that you're putting out on your website. You've got the complete herbal guide, which is what I found, how I found you, that you put together with your husband, who's a chiropractor. When it comes to the what you do, would you consider yourself an alternative uh, healthcare practitioner? I, I believe I focus more than I'm um, a health coach. I I really um, like to give people, um, you know, guidance and, and direction. So I, I think of myself more as a as a health coach. Um, you know, I have a lot of knowledge and experience in the field uh, of health, and um, I really like to um, you know you know, try to give people the best guidance possible. Um, you know, everybody is different and everybody's body reacts differently. So what might be good for me might not be good for you. So I like to give people, I, I say it's more of coaching, giving people alternatives, trying different things um, and seeing how people react to it. And, uh, you know, basically just, you know, trying to educate, um, you know, I'm really out there to help people and educate people and show them the alternative, that there's other ways to do things to improve their health and improve uh, their lifestyle and, you know, so they can even help their family and show their family a better way of living as well. And where do you get your information from? Where do you do your research? I, I like to do um, a lot of studies. Like, I read a lot of studies. I do, um, I, I like to, uh, you know, uh, focus on a lot of uh, information that uh, doctors have come out with and, um, you know, uh, different medical practitioners. You know, even, uh, you, know, they, you know, people say sometimes that, you know, doctors don't always, uh, you know, uh, focus on, you know, the alternative way, but there are a lot of doctors that, that do. Um, I've, I've, um, I have worked with a lot of different neurologists that actually, you know, are very uh, pro-alternative um, medicine that, you know, sometimes you have to incorporate both. Sometimes, you know, you know, just, just uh, focusing on food changes and focusing on lifestyle changes you might not cure certain conditions, but, it, you know, you can't just rely on a medication and just continue on an unhealthy lifestyle then you're not going to get better. You know, you have to do both, you know, um, you know, getting better and, and improving your health. Um, it's not just taking medication and feeling better. You have to change your life because, you know, a lot of times it's the way we live that could be have, that could have a huge impact on the way we're feeling. And it could be the things that you're eating. It could be your lifestyle, you know, maybe a lack, you know, you don't, you don't get a lot, a lot of sleep. You have a lot of stress in your life. 90% of the illnesses that are caused today are caused by stress. Uh, people don't realize that. You know, today we're in a, you know, a lot of, especially on the East Coast and Rhode Island, you know, it's a go-go society. Everybody's on the go constantly. Nobody relaxes. And, you know, stress itself can cause a lot of illnesses. So you really have to learn how to balance your life. It's all about health and well-being and balance, you know. 
So, you know, these are things we have to take into consideration as well. All right. So in the future, do you, how do you picture alternative healthcare and mainstream medicine and, and where do you see them going? Do you see them branching further apart and becoming more polar opposite or do you see them working together? I think in the future they're going to start working together because I think doctors, you know, they do realize that, you know, it's not just taking a medication. It's, you know, it's the way we eat, the way we, um, our lifestyle is that have huge impacts. And, you know, doctors, if you go into a doctor's office, they will, you know, mention that you need more sleep, you need more of this, you know, try to incorporate, you know, uh, maybe more greens in your, in your diet, you know, but it's, it's the patient that has to really listen and actually, um, you know, uh, you know, take in what they hear, you know, sometimes, you know, we get good advice, but we don't always listen to that advice. And we also need to do our own research. I always say, you can't just rely on your doctor. Your doctor doesn't know everything. He knows a lot in his field, but he doesn't know everything. You know, you need to take it upon yourself to do research. And even before you go into a doctor's office, I tell people they should make a list of questions to ask their doctor, you know, different concerns they have and, you know, and different, um, you know, questions that they feel are going to impact their health. If short-term and long-term, um, you know, you have to really, uh, you know, be a little bit uh, aggressive and ask your doctor questions on, on how, you, you know, you can get better and, you know, and, you know, question the, and the, the doctor and, and, you know, maybe put, you know, 10 to 20 questions on a piece of paper before you go see your doctor, you know. Uh, it's very important to, you know, also know a lot about your conditions. Uh, there's a lot of people I know that uh, even have epilepsy, the condition I have, and, you know, they don't know a lot about their condition, believe it or not. You know, they they know they have epilepsy, they take their medication, they're not getting any better, but they're not doing research and finding out exactly what type they have and what, you know, what it's all about and what they can do to actually improve, you know, and help themselves. So, you know, you really, no matter what condition you have, you have to really be your own doctor in the sense where you have to do the research, you have to learn um, different ways that could be helpful for your own body. Now, I saw your se- segment on Dr. Oz, and it, the, the, I saw the segment on back pain, and so I'm assuming sometime you've had back pain in your life. What is your go-to oh, yeah. treatment for back pain? When you have a flare-up and you can't move, what, what is everything that you do to try and get to heal better fast? I use a chiropractor. Um, you know, chiropractors are an excellent resource, um, you know, to help your back pain. Um, I, you know, my husband is a, a chiropractor and, you know, I'm very lucky in that sense. So when I do get back pain, you know, he's there, he helps me, he adjusts me. Because believe it or not, people don't realize that when your spine is out of whack, you know, it has a huge impact, not just on, on back pain, but your whole health. You know, your body needs to be in alignment in order to work properly. So when you do have back pain, it, it's terrible because you can't do anything. It's very hard to do. You're limited on, on the things you can do. But, you know, um, by doing, uh, by getting different adjustments, by stimulating um, certain parts of your body, maybe with a tens unit, um, and doing different types of stretches, um, you know, you could actually, you know, help back pain dramatically. Um, it's, you know, you don't have to always go to um, a doctor and, and get a uh, 
you know, a pill to numb the pain. There's a lot of different ways. And, you know, they also have, you know, chiropractors, a lot of them have, and they're also spiral freeze where, you know, it helps to um, decrease the, the back pain dramatically that you can just put on your back, you know, along with the adjustments and along, you know, with the other treatments that chiropractors offer. So there are a lot of ways, you know, naturally that you can actually help your back pain that are extremely effective without having to go to a doctor and taking, you know, other medications that are actually have, you know, tremendous side effects. And also some of them can be addictive also to the body. And can you think of any herbs that you could use for back pain? Um, I like uh, um, turmeric. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's excellent for inflammation. Um, you know, sometimes we don't realize it, but our body uh, gets, uh, you know, a lot of inflammation, you know, there's acute inflammation and there's chronic, you know, and sometimes, you know, inflammation can be good when you have, um, you know, uh, in, in virus or, you know, your body's heat on itself. But when your body is uh, inflamed all the time, then you need to really figure out what's going on. You know, it could be, you know, anything from, you know, what you're eating uh, to, uh, you know, other, other, uh, reasons, digestive problems, um, you know, so you really, you need to look to see, you know, how your diet is. Sometimes a poor diet can actually cause a lot of the inflammation that you're, you know, um, experiencing, you know, your body has a hard time digesting corn, uh, soybean oils, you know, it has a hard time with sugar, um, you know, and, and different, uh, dairy products and these things can cause inflammation in itself. So, um, you know, you need to uh, look at, you know, um, the, the foods you're eating, you know, uh, also, you know, stretching is, is great. You know, it helps to, it helps to increase the circulation in your blood and that could also help decrease inflammation. Um, so there are a lot of factors when it comes to, um, pain and inflammation and uh, different ways to actually reduce, uh, inflammation. I'm glad you brought up food. So we'll get into that since you, uh, opened that door. If we were to look in your fridge or your cupboard, I'm assuming that you eat relatively healthy. What would you say is the least healthy thing right now that you have in, in stock? Well, my kids always love to, uh, to sneak those Oreos into the house. And even my husband is a culprit sometimes. You know, you get those food cravings and, you know, you know, you tend to even like, you know, when you we get a little bit, um, you know, uh, you know, society and the food industry, you know, sometimes by the wording of uh, of uh, the way they market foods and the things they put on the, on the bags or the boxes, they make you think that something's healthy when it's actually not. A lot of times, you know, we buy chips when we're culprits of chips and, it, you know, it, it might say it's made from this and, you know, and uh, it has less of this and, you know, and they make it healthier. But then if you look on the back, you know, they're just as bad as, um, the, uh, of, you know, of the the regular chips that we buy and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I definitely am a, a culprit, you know, of, you know, some, you know, cause we all have our cravings. I'm not a perfect eater, but, you know, um, when you, when you buy stuff, you know, sometimes we, th- you know, you think something's healthier and then you can think you can eat more of it. And you really can't. And, you know, a lot of times when, you know, uh, we buy things, especially if they're made from corn, um, you know, it's very hard for the body to digest and break down corn. And there are a lot of foods that the body has a hard time um, breaking down. And, uh, you know, that could cause us to, you know, actually, um, 
actually uh, not feel so well and feel fatigue and, and other symptoms. And uh, so, you know, you know, we, we tend to buy, bring little sweets into the house and we're trying to, you know, we think they're a little bit healthier so we could eat them, you know, but they're just as damaging to the body as, as the, uh, as the, the, the ones that, you know, have all the ingredients that aren't so good for us as well. Oh, but come on, Stacey, these chips are organic, they're uh, low sugar, they're, they're um, no trans fat, they've got to be, they're, they're, they've got to be healthy, right? <laughs> well, if you look, if you, if you, if you look at some of the ingredients, you know, um, they put the, the, the good ingredients, you know, in bigger letters, but if you, if you, if you look at some of the ingredients that are really small, um, I always say if you don't, if it, if it's a word that you don't know what it is, then it's probably not so good for you. Um, and then we also have to look at, you know, some of the fats and the, and the trans fats and, you know, and some of the, you know, a lot of the stuff, you know, um, isn't break, you know, it's very hard for the body to break down. And even the sugar, you know, even if it has a little bit of less sugar, it still has enough of sugar that could be damaging to the body and cause inflammation and, and cause other things as well. So, um, you know, it all, you know, you could have a few, but you know, you can't have many, you know, and that's the thing. Sometimes we think when something's healthier, we could eat just as much and you know it really it really isn't so true and do you have a copy of the complete herbal guide at home do you reference it or do you have it all memorized oh no i don't have it all memorized it's it, it's over 500 pages i you know i i have it in my home and sometimes i have to go back and reference and just you know and you know i might remember something i might remember all of it so i have to definitely you know go back and, and reference things you know i have to admit as i get older my memory is not as sharp as it used to be so i definitely have to go back and, and reference things because i think with everybody as we tend to get older our memory declines and you know if we're not using uh our memory, you know, with certain topics and, and refreshing our brain, we tend to forget things. Just like we, when we meet somebody and you meet, and you know, you, you see them a couple of weeks later, you might forget their name. You know, it's just, uh, with life, our, our, unfortunately, as we get older, our memory seems to decline a little. And there's different ways too that, you know, you can, you know, help with your memory as well. So if people want to get their hands on this, uh, the complete herbal guide, where can they find out about you or more information about you and connect with you? Or where can they get a copy of the complete herbal guide? The Complete Herbal Guide, uh, you can find that on my website. Um, it's thecompleteherbalguide.com. Uh, you also can find my books on Amazon or Barnes & Nobles. Uh, but if you want to go directly to my website, the book is there as well. And we have hundreds of um, articles uh, written by uh, doctors and people in the medical field. Um, and we have topics from fitness to uh, hundreds of different conditions um, that if you're not feeling well and you're trying to figure out, you know, uh, what uh, the best uh, way um, to feel better is, you can, you know, hop onto our website and check out all the different um, articles and different topics that we offer. We have, uh, we try to cover um, tons of different areas um, when it comes to health and fitness. And, uh, you know, we hit a lot of really important um, topics. And if you go to the completeherbalguide.com, you'll see all the things we have to offer. And you could always contact me through that website, and I would be happy to get back to you. Perfect. Well, thank you for taking the time with us this morning. And I really appreciate all the information that you're able to share. 
Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast at www.healbetterfast.com. 